Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. And I'm John. And today it's uh, season two, episode 38, The Girl Who Loved Power Glide. And last time on the Transformers, oh, uh, happy Boxing Day now, I guess, or whatever's come since, uh, we uh, met a group of female Autobots who'd been thought to be, who were thought to be extinct and still carrying on the war (laughs) against the Decepticons. And in the end, Optimus left them to fight that war on their own. What a gentleman. (laughs) Chivalry is dead on Cybertron. This week, Paul, we start off at a building that looks like the Avengers Tower. (laughs) It's it's, the most conspicuous building in the city. Like, it doesn't look a damn thing like any of the other ones. Oh, no, no. And there's, we're at a company called, (laughs) I think it's called Hybrid Technology. But later on, it's, they it's something like call that. It like, there's no sign or anything, yeah. but uh, they, they do mention the name eventually. And it's just all these men walking around with these stupid hats on, and they're even complaining like, "I don't want to wear this stupid hat." It's humiliating, whatever. But uh, the chairman has uh, said that we need to do this or whatever. And oh, by the way, here's the chairman now, and it zooms over to the door, and there's the chairman. And she, it's like a twenty-something-year-old young woman who we find out her name yeah, is it's, Astoria. It's not a chairman at all. It's, it's a chairwoman, but uh, and her name's Astoria, and she's like basically a bored, spoiled princess mm-hmm. kind of 100%. thing. 100%. There's a lot of like and totally and like, uh. Mm-hmm. And basically she gripes at everybody for not having a wicked fun time at her birthday. Yeah, why aren't you having a good time <laughs> at my birthday? It's my birthday. And then she even fucking says, it's my party and I'll cry uh, she if I does. want to. Like, oh my god, man. Yeah, she feels trapped and she hates her boring life. Um, and then... The Decepticon jets attack. Why are they attacking this place? Well, we find out why in a minute. But up till this point, it's like, why are they attacking this woman's birthday party? Yeah, out of nowhere. An old power glide. Mm, He's flying around and. He sees what's going on here, and he's like, oh, they're attacking that technology corporation. And it's like, they must be after technology or some new fuel or all the top scientists. And then he kind of zooms in further. He's like, no, wait, they're after a girl. <laughs> hamana, it's hamana, hamana. Hero time. <laughs> <laughs> he's ish. You know what? As as this episode goes on and with the, I forget, the, there was one a while ago. I'm realizing that Power Glide is just Jackie Gleason. There's a lot of to the moon. <laughs> and later on, he's like, I'll send this. you flying. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, Power Glide comes yeah. in, he drops a rope, and Astoria grabs onto the rope, and he flies her away. She climbs in, and she's like, there's no pilot. So immediately sits down and just starts pushing buttons. She thinks it's a, just a real plane, but there's a voice talking to her, but she doesn't know that it's the plane talking to her. So she starts pushing all these buttons, but why wouldn't he have control over the manual controls inside the plane that he no, the, but this in. is this is a valid matter. point because this is like when Cosmos needed Spike to hit the overdrive. Yeah, so he it, had that. Button it speaks that there's certain the, things yeah. the Autobots can only do with a human's help, which I'm, I know wow. that's not a plot point that's going to go anywhere in this series. But it would be no, a great idea it if, if you could create this synergy of when the idea. Autobots work with humans, they're even more powerful. And then that's something the Decepticons don't have. Anyway. <laughs> Power goes, like, she's getting tossed oh, and yeah. slammed around this compartment because he's doing all these high-speed turns and shit. And Power just tells her, look, stop fucking around. Well, Might as that. well. But he's like, tells her, just sit down, let me do the flying, I'm going to save you. And he, 
lands under an overpass mm-hmm. on a major highway in yep. a large city, and there is no traffic. Like, there are no cars anywhere. Just par <laughs> for this series, this course. Uh, and the the jets they can't find him anymore because they don't have radar I guess Apparently or not, anyway. No. But yeah. they say ah we lost him let's return to Megatron. They fly off and then we have a uh, and the introduction scene here basically the meet cute <laughs> where Power Glide uh, introduces himself to and a story it's and she thinks human he's the greatest. Never heard of the Autobot. She's like oh, I know. What are you first? <laughs> so the CEO of a high tech company. Does yeah, know I've what never the Autobots Yeah, and she like jumps in his arm and he just throws it away. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he is like he's not just unresponsive; he's legitimately negative towards her. Like, get off he's of like, me! Yeah, it's like, hang on, jeez, lady, I just gotta save you. I just get you home. And, like, and he's, he's like, gonna complain huh. later when they he has to go, you know, take her to different places. He's like, oh, I hate my life. And, and this is the Jackie Gleason moment here. He's like, I want to go flying. He's like, I'll send you flying before he grabs her by the arm and drags her yeah. off camera. Like, like, dude, do you realize you, I mean, man. what you just said is, uh, no, no, <laughs> to the moon, no. to the moon. Anyway, we uh, we go to um, Optimus, and uh, so he and for whatever reason, Sparky's there just for a bit. Yeah. But they're looking at files, and they the, what they find out is that Astoria has no access to any projects yeah. or any the research within uh, hybrid technologies. Boys in her company won't let the girl play with the toys. <laughs> We're going to kind of find out in a bit why. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a little weak, but it's it, it <laughs> but it's makes funny. sense in the arc of the story too. Yeah. Uh, she goes and meets Spike, and my God, oh. I haven't. I don't think we've seen Spike since the medieval episode. No, and man, this guy, oh, he cannot talk to girls, man. He like, literally, he literally says, anyway. "Ah, it's too bad I wasn't there. I'm always ready to rescue a girl as pretty as you." <laughs> really? <laughs> and immediately she's just like. So what's Power Glide like? Like she just <laughs> immediately dismisses that. Like, yeah, I'm a woman and I'm pretty. I've heard it enough in my life. I'm just gonna get to the fucking point. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. Yeah. But for some reason, uh, Spike's like, oh, you're interested in Power Glide or whatever. Uh, he's not that great or whatever. And then he goes back to working on his car or whatever. And the electric screwdriver, impact driver, whatever it is he has. Somehow it like destroys the screw he's putting in, mm-hmm. and he immediately blames her for that. And then. He tries to do something else, and it lights on fire, and he blames her for that. And I'm like, man, she's just standing there. like, And he just shoves her across the room that, into the dolly yes. that drops an engine block on one other car. And somehow her hat stays on. But yeah, like, somehow this is her fault because – but then she says, oh – Machines and I just don't mix. I know. And uh, Power Glide is standing there. He's like, yeah, you are a klutz or something. But it, it started out, I was like, I do not like this chick. And now it's like, why are they being so mean to her? I Actually, you know, the farther this episode goes, the more I like her. She does have a pretty good arc as a throw. I mean, I, I can guarantee we're never going to see her again. I can't guarantee. No. I'm pretty sure we won't. But as far as a throwaway character goes, she has... She and Power Glide have a pretty solid arc. Mm. This is admittedly a good episode. No, I, I would say, yeah. So, but yeah, she admits, "Oh, I'm a klutz. Yeah, machines and I don't work well together." Yeah. And we find out that Power Glide has been ordered to uh, escort her to <laughs> yeah. the Ark, the actual. And before Autobot that, there's is. a completely unnecessary scene where Megatron, like the three jets, come back and it's like, "Oh, we didn't do it." And Megatron's like, "We'll go back up there and do it." 
Mm. What was that even in there for? Why did we even talk about it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I know. <laughs> you could have just had them flying in the air say, oh, we found her again. Boom. Done. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but they needed to, another minute and 30 seconds or something. <laughs> I bet that was it. Astoria and Power Glide, they head out, and she, right away she's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> They're at the fair or something. Yeah. <laughs> So he gets her a hot dog or something. And, oh, that's And then so, they're on the okay. merry-go-round. Like, because I that know. thing would support it, it his look, weight. Here's the thing with this episode. <laughs> I think the one critical flaw in it is that she's too old. If she was like an 8 to 10-year-old girl, a lot of this would make sense of her like, eh, I don't wanna, and the I'm hungry, and let's go on the merry-go-round. Uh, there's, there's a romance coming later, yeah. which obviously is why she can't be 8 or 10, yeah, you can't be a kid, and also you wouldn't be the, I think the, that would the CEO be even or the chairman funnier. or chairperson of a company. Well, yeah, because I mean, wasn't there some French king that was like declared there was, king there was when probably he was like a six few. or something like that? Like, I mean, um, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So yeah. uh, they're they're going out for food. Something they get like on that. this merry-go-round. Power glide is comically too big, <laughs> and finally he's like, yeah. "No, you know what? We have to go." And he grabs her, and she freaks and is like get your hands off of me yes finally because uh, he touches her necklace or something mm-hmm. like so all the manhandling she's put up with until now was just fine but touch the necklace that's the last straw and well we find I mean, out it was the last everybody's thing got their line in the sand right yeah but it was the yeah, last yeah. thing her father gave her but admittedly to power glides uh, credit he says oh I'm sorry, I didn't know I crossed a line. And he, he legitimately yeah, like, apologizes. She accepts his apology, and they say, okay, we should go now. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Dirge, Ramjet, and Thrust are standing right there. Like, mm. how did three fighter aircraft fly in, transform, and sneak up on them? Like, they would have heard them coming. We'll find out soon, because it's a commercial break. <laughs> and when we come back, Astoria run, right away runs yeah, and the Power God's like, run! Yeah. And, and she goes to hide behind a trash can, and after all the ridiculous shit that her hat away. has been through, now her hat is off. Okay. Goodbye hat. And then we just have a basic fight, (laughs) although at one point Ramjet lifts up the entire (laughs) merry-go-round and throws it at Power Glide. But what I want to know is why are they even bothering with Power Glide? There are three of them, one of him, and she ran a different direction. Why doesn't at least one of them go after her and like let the other two handle They're so incompetent that they get taken out. Power Glide shoots like a a soda uh, pop (laughs) machine. And it sprays and cola all over them. Like, it's a river of cola. And then shoots, like, them. a big top tent, and that falls over them like a net. Yeah, and then like he and Astoria just fly away. Yeah. These jets, the new jets are completely incompetent. I'm going to say uh, Thundercracker, Skywarp, and Starscream have at least had moments where they pulled off a plan, and it went great for them yeah, in the short term. Starscream, These yeah. guys are fucking Oh, they're morons. stupid. They don't understand anything, and we're going to really definitely dumb. get to that in the next one. But, oh, God. But... Uh, so they, they get out of there, and Ramjet actually catches up to Power Glide, and Ramjet rams another jet. He rams Power Glide. So, yeah, how appropriate. Name checks out. And, uh, yeah, his uh, his wing gets, Power Glide's wing gets broken. Mm-hmm. And he's, he can still fly because he's an A-10. These things are built to take a fucking beating. But he escapes into a cloud, but he realizes, you know what, I can't do this all day. I got to land. My wing is broken. So they and land, like, in the middle of nowhere it's some desert yeah nowhere and he's when he transforms his arm is kind of 
dinged up from the wing. Yeah, and the, and the top of this thing is, is ripped off. And she's like, you're hurt. And he's like, yeah, it's nothing. It's like, get away you from idiot, me. your wing got ripped off. Yeah. You are hurt. And she's like worried he'll get sand in it or something. <laughs> so she like rips the hem of her dress off to make a bandage. And she's like tying that around his arm. But the stupidest thing here is like, you're, she talks to him like, you're like a big baby sometimes. It's like she's known him for more than, oh, what, 10 minutes? The, the relationship so like is totally for forced. And be, this is the big moment where they kind of learn to appreciate each other because yeah. he initially is like, I don't need help. Get away from me. And she's like, oh, stop being a baby. And hmm. they kind of, you know, he opens up to her a bit. She shows him that she's not just a needy little princess. She can help out. So it's, it is a really good moment in the show. And just when he's like, you know, you're not so bad. In fact, I kind of think that maybe if I was to tell you yeah. that, boom, 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 and lasers blast, and the jets have found Here's them. the jets. And they do the old drop the rocks bit on them again. Like Steve from accounting just lost another hundred bucks from Jim in the animation <laughs> department from that fucking bet. Yeah. Want to see how many times I can put the rocks bit in it, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. Bite. When Steve is at home on a Saturday morning, he walks by the TV where his kids are watching Transformers sees another cave and he's like, ah, <laughs> fuck! Daddy, don't swear. Honey, we're not making the car payment this month. <sighs> anyway, uh, so Power Glide gets caught in this cave-in or this collapse and um, by Dirge, Thrust and Ramjet grab, uh, I almost called her Carly, grab Astoria <laughs> and they fly away. And after yeah. they're gone, uh, Power Glide gets out, and he's beat up and banged up. He can't he is, fly. Yeah, he's messed up. He, he, tr he can transform, and he tries to fly, mm -hmm. and he only gets about 15 feet, and then he Hit, slams yeah. right back into the ground. He realizes, okay, I need help. Yeah. And uh, so he radios home. But the only Autobots that they send for help are Ratchet and Wheeljack, which, I mean, if there were any two you would want right now, that's the two. Yeah. But you'd think they would have sent somebody else to, you know, like maybe he's in the middle of a fight, right? They would have sent some dudes to. But anyway, it was uh, nice to see Wheeljack. You don't get to see him much lately. No, no. He, um, he, but he they, there. yeah, they load, they load Power Glide up into the back of uh, Ratchet and whoosh, drive off. And we go to the arc, and Ratchet is like working on um, Power Glide. He's, yeah, he's tweaking his up. circuits. And Power Glide's getting really antsy. He's like, I'm done, I'm done. And Ratchet tries to stop him. And he's like, Do, did you fix me up enough that I can fly? And he's like, yeah. He's like, that's good enough. And but walks they off. never come back was, to that, though. Like, no, it, you think there's going to be a point in later yeah. in the episode where it's he's, he's flying or something and all of a sudden something goes wrong and you think there's going to be, oh, I should have listened to the doctor. I should have let Ratchet do this or whatever. But no, they never come back to it. But uh, Astoria is inside him and she's able to push the right button. So working together, he's able to <laughs> overcome that shortfall. Like, right, if they had a... Uh, there was, this episode had so much fucking oh, yeah, potential. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you did there, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so he leaves Ratchet, and he goes to Optimus, and uh, Optimus is like, I don't know where she is, and as soon as he says that, <laughs> Teletran one goes, I do. <laughs> yeah, correction. <laughs> like, You're an idiot. This, and it's 10 miles up in the air over mm -hmm. the North Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Power glide flies off, and this thing is like... I don't know my Star Wars, but the floating city from the... Oh, like Bespin, yeah. Jedi, it's, it's, it's Empire Strikes, Empire Strikes Back. Back, yeah. But yeah, it's a floating metal island. It's <laughs> like, huge. <laughs> I love what happens here is uh, the Decepticons, Soundwave, uh, Rumble, and Megatron, they have her uh, restrained in this kind of electric chair kind of thing, basically. Mm -hmm. And she just asks Soundwave, like, you got any burgers around here? I'm hungry. Like, from this point, she is just 
she is upon them with the trolling. It is awesome. It is. This is world-class <laughs> trolling, and it comes out later. Uh, but, yeah, Megatron, he wants the secret formula. This is where we find out yeah, what his plan is. He knows if it. he can get hybrid technology's secret formula, his uh, floating city-based thing will be able yeah. to turn elect- Earth's electro- electromagnetic field into pure energon. That's a great scheme. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the pseudoscience of this show, I'm like, yeah, I can I can see he would do that. And obviously now we know that okay, it's it has something to do with this necklace. This is the reason why she's fucking up all these machines and why nothing works on her. But they don't know that. No, well they just but, assume yeah. because her father died and left her the company that he would have told her this secret yeah, formula. Yeah, that he would have told her the And thing, she keeps but... saying, I don't know. So he's gonna use something on her her called a psychoprobe. <laughs> the psychoprobe, yeah. Which we're told is horrifically painful. <laughs> she will not enjoy it all these things and they turn it on and zap her and she just sits there in yeah. commercial break when we come back she's still sitting there and the thing's still shocking the daylights out of her but she's just sitting there yep. and uh is like <laughs> her mind <laughs> is completely empty or something and Megatron's like that's fucking impossible <laughs> move something's wrong <laughs> so we go so, through a series of them trying to like put the clips back on, dropping yeah. things, and it turns out that machines, she is a glitch. Everything falls apart around her. Yeah, like the things won't stay stuck to her head. Yeah. <laughs> they finally get it going and they turn it on. Like Rumble and Soundwave have to hold the, the probes to the side of her head. Yeah. They turn it on and the two of them get blasted away from her. It shocks them with the 90,000 like, volts. You guys sure are dumb. Oh, like she is having this, man. Like she's like Barbarella oh, in the fucking orgasmatron. Right now, like so, uh, Megatron is alerted on the you know monitor screen that Power Glide's approaching. So they all rush out of the room and leave Astoria (laughs) to slip out of her. And this is how you know she was just having this. She just pulls her hands (laughs) out of the restraints, no effort at all. They just slide right out. And she, (laughs) there was this was her one really legitimately stupid moment um, that she runs out and Power Glide is caught in the. in the like electromagnetic energy waves or whatever it is, yeah, there's that like this a force field or something out. around it yeah. that he, he can't fly through. Yeah, so she's like, oh, I need. There, she finds the tower and she says, oh, I need to throw something into the waves at the that tower. Something metal. And she, where will I find something metal? Looks around on this, this metal, metal floating base <laughs> made of metal with metal <laughs> buildings and metal pipes and tubing, and goes, oh, there's no metal. Sorry, Damn Dad, it. and takes her necklace off and. Throws it up. Yeah, but she's got bracelets. I know. I mean, like she could have threw that. Anyway, she throws it up and it throws off uh, or blows up the antenna. Power Glide's able to make it and the city starts to plummet or the, the base starts to plummet into (laughs) the earth and the Decepticons fly away. Power Glide, uh, lands and, and then they start talking and then they start arguing yeah. and uh, he goes to shove her away but with the angle this thing is on he pretty well knocks her off of the fucking thing like she goes flying and he's like whoa hang on okay so he did <laughs> shove her because her I, with the dialogue I thought that she just slipped but I was like he pushed her like full out palms open shoved her away then he realizes that like okay you're you're gonna die if we're on this. He gives her a parachute and she just throws it away. <laughs> like, yeah, no. she says, "I'm I'm, I'm um, here with we're you. We're gonna do this together." So the, they go inside and um, he tells her to open a panel 
that's as big as she is, yeah. and she, <laughs> which she somehow does with her bare hands. <laughs> and with ease. Yeah. Uh, so he gets, he starts wiring stuff, and he's like, okay, everything's wired correctly. Gets on the controls, and nothing's working. And then he looks at her, and he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a jinx. You! And now, she could have left. He was like, go away. And she's like, no, I'm here with you. But then he, like, picks her up and throws her out of the room. He literally throws her out of the room. She, like, we see the, we see her fly through the door and go a good 10 feet before yeah. she hits the ground. And when he comes, comes out, because uh, he, he does get this thing stabilized or whatever, and she says, mm-hmm. she ought to sock him one. And, like, you know what? With all the beating this woman has taken in this episode, I bet if she did hit him, it would fucking lay him out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's got, yeah, she's got right to just crack him. Just one solid oh, open hand smack in the back of the she's head. She's a tough is what Power Glide needs. So, uh, Power Glide, they say, they, they get the thing going again. Power Glide says, don't worry, I gave it new coordinates, and whoosh, they fly away. And then we go to the Decepticons base, and they're home, <laughs> all like, hey, well, at least we got away scot-free, and absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> Happened to us, and we're totally fine. Then the thing crashes into the sea, and it's still falling through water as fast as it was in free fall in air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lands down on the side of Decepticon headquarters, and there's water coming in. And Megatron just picks up this microphone. He's like, attention, all Decepticons. This is Megatron. Like, they know who you are, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you have new waters? Clean up this mess or something. And we go to, uh, we go to Power Glide and Astoria. They're, uh-huh. like, outside of Sparky's garage in new york <laughs> and they're kind of saying their goodbyes for now hey if you're ever back here again which probably will be in two episodes but he ain't gonna call you <laughs> you know look me up and he's like oh sure and she walks off and the other autobots are kind of like ha ha you like yeah, girls ribbing them yeah like, and he's oh, like oh kick the shit out of all you motherfuckers and then he walks in up to the camera, opens his chest plate, mm. and has Christmas lights in the shape of a heart, and okay. Dum 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 dum. It does the little heartbeat thing. This is the toughest woman that ever lived. First, she manages to struggle against Dirge and Ramjet enough. They have to pull back on her arms, but somehow don't rip them clean off her body. Then Power Glide flies over, and she grabs onto a rope he's lowered to escape the Decepticons. All right, few things wrong with this. First off, Power Glide is flying at jet aircraft speed over a major city, but somehow manages to say, Hey, kid, grab the rope! And she hears the whole sentence. What she should have heard was 140 decibels of aircraft engines and as he flew past at 300 miles an hour. Either way, she hears him and crabs under the rope, and away they go, and somehow her hat stays on. No. Well, she could grab it, sure, you'd have to be quick, but it could be done. But you are not going to grab and then keep hold of a rope with bare hands moving at 300 miles an hour. Like, her fingers would be on the other side of Manhattan, and her hands would light on fire instantly. Then she manages to keep holding on while Power God swoops and dives all over the city before pulling her in. Then, somehow her hat is still on, she's shown just calmly coiling the rope back up like this is just what you do after your rooftop birthday party gets attacked by three giant robots that tried to kidnap you. Then she gets tossed and slammed all over Power Glide's cabin. At one point, she's even stuck to the wall because of the G-forces, and somehow the hat stays on. Then, after they land, she jumps onto Power Glide's arm, and he slams her onto the ground, and her hat stays on. What has she got holding that hat to her head? Like, is it pop? 
Well, there's uh, the end of another episode of the Transformers Pickers podcast show. It was uh, it was a good one. I I really did like this episode. I actually I, yeah. I did like it. I did not like her at first, but like the more it kept going, I was like. I mm-hmm. like this chick, man. She's she's cool. Yeah. Like she yeah. she's she had a good arc. Power Glide had kind of an arc, um, and it was uh, uh, there was no giant holes in logic. No more than to be expected, apart from the fact that she's completely indestructible. <laughs> Which is, it, it, she and Spike would almost make a good match. They could create yeah. legitimately invincible babies. <laughs> Uh, if you want to listen to a couple babies, you can probably find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He's at P. McPherson1. Yeah, and make sure you rate and review us on uh, your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. And uh, tell all your friends. Tell everybody. And next week we're going to Hollywood. Hollywood. Voice goes to Hollywood. <laughs> and that'll be, get this, Paul, that'll be the last episode of 2018 because it'll be on the last oh. day of 2018. Awesome. See you then. <laughs> See you then. I wonder if they were writing him as a D-bag intentionally or if that was just, like, casual 80s toxic masculinity seeping in. Yeah. Like, you got to wonder, right? Yeah. I can't help but imagine that Ugh. that influenced the way I—I th- I mean, it did. It had to influence the way I think on some level, and it's shitty thinking.